Joining me once again on this palatial VoIP line in the middle of the internet is Brandon Shockney. Brandon, how are you? Hey, Bill. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, thank you for stopping by last week so we could talk about uh, Gumball on there, the amazing world of Gumball, even. Aha. Uh, uh-huh. So amazing. Has, has, anything, uh, has anything happened to you in the intervening week? Uh, you know what? Not, not too much. I think... Uh... I think, you know, I've just been playing some games, getting it all, uh, you know, all my knowledge ready to go for, uh, for today's episode. That's good. We need that. We needed someone, we needed an expert, really, to talk about uh, video games. Uh, so it's very, very good that you were able to come on on such short notice. Yes, I got my degree. Um, I'm, uh, I'm ready now. I'm official. Excellent. Yeah. So, uh, oh, Park, Parker official. agrees. Oh, that was whispering. Oh, wait, you're not? I'm not official at all, Bill. What? What's up? I'm not official. It sounded like... It sounds like someone's whispering you're not official. That would be very rude if someone was whispering that. I'm not an expert. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, I mean, Um, you know, honestly, if it sounds like maybe Parker is barking in the background, so maybe if you could... uh, If you wouldn't mind, like, uh, asking him to pipe down... uh, Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Parker, cut it out. Okay. That all right. Thank you. Thank you. That, I think. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll we'll keep listening if there's any like static or noise on the line, and then if that keeps up, we might have to stop the recording. But let's uh, let's push ahead for now, if that's okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Let's do it. Okay. Awesome. Hey, Brandon. Yeah, Bill. What you playing? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Um, I'm playing <laughs> a, a a few a few things. Um, Probably the, the one that's the most high profile and the newest game that I'm playing uh, is The Outer Worlds. Um, Ooh. Yes. Uh, so I was um, excited for this, but uh, I, I wasn't sure I was going to get it. And then I read, uh, I saw reviews came out and they were all very positive. So I decided to take the plunge. I mean, I'm a big, um, as you know, I'm a big uh, Fallout fan. Um, and this looked to be more in the vein of like Fallout 3 and New Vegas as opposed to Fallout 4. So I wanted to um, explore that. And so far, I have not been uh, disappointed. I mean, I'm not too uh, far um, at this point. Uh, you know, the game hasn't been out all that long uh, as of, you know, us recording this. But um, I, I'm really enjoying uh, the, the world um the uh, the combat and the dialogue you know while familiar um it's also some like fresh takes on uh that system and then the story and the characters there's just a lot of great humor um within that so i i'm really enjoying those aspects of it so uh i can see me putting a lot of hours into this one that's good yeah uh, to clarify a little bit i i think what you you're seeing is that like with uh the team that made this game is known as Obsidian, and they right. made Fallout New Vegas. And then uh, Fallout 4 was made by another team, and now this is like them coming back to basically the Fallout franchise. It's not really Fallout, but it's basically Fallout. 
Right, exactly. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Obsidian. Um, you know what, what's so funny is I didn't end up finishing New Vegas, right? But I was obsessed with Fallout 3. And this um, is, you know, still very close to, while well, being very close to Vegas, New Vegas is also very close to uh, Fallout 3 as well in terms of how the um, dialogue is presented and the different things, how you can interact with, with characters and whatnot. So, no, I, I, I'm really enjoying it. I think it looks great, um, looks better than, you know, uh, a lot of the, like, even better than Fallout 4. Um, so no, I think, uh, it, it's, it's going to be a big success for, for Obsidian and, and hopefully it, um, they'll do more, um, entries, uh, in this series. Now here's a key question because this is true of especially Obsidian, but especially the Fallout franchise. Mm -hmm. Uh, are there bugs? Have you encountered any bugs so far? You know what? I have not, um, and I've I've heard um, that there's been a few, but overall, this release has been really smooth for them compared to um, like New Vegas. Uh, so no, I haven't run into anything uh, as of as of yet. Knock on wood. Um, but no, I, I it looks it looks great to me. Um, if they're if they've done any updates or if there is anything to fix, I haven't run into it yet. On a related note, have you seen any of the GIFs or videos flying around for WWE 2K20 and how the game looks? No, uh, I, I think I kind of uh, saw some comments on that on Twitter uh, the other day, but I haven't seen anything. But now you have me uh, very curious. Is it a disaster? It is amazing it's an amazing disaster you need to check out some of the videos of how the collision in the game works where characters will get caught in the ropes and start just bouncing back and forth <laughs> characters will sink into the ring characters will just float in the air it's yeah. it's something to watch you have to check it out and how do you how do you mess up uh, a wrestling game that comes out every year <laughs> so See, you know so what happened, it appears, is that the previous developer for the game, Ukes, they uh, were working on the game for many years, and they left after the 2K19 entry, and it's a new team handling it this year. Oh no, well, that's certainly not a good sign for the new team. Man, oh nope. man. <laughs> um, well, yes, no, I will absolutely uh, check that out. But yeah, nothing like that in the outer world so far. That's good, yeah. I mean, I think it goes to show, I mean, the Outer Worlds, they had, I, I don't know exactly how long they've had to work on it, but they've had ample time. And, like, they have the support of Microsoft, who appears to have just given them the the freedom to, like, make the game good, make it stable. And it's with the WWE thing that they probably had, they may, they may not have had a year to turn that around. So, right. yeah, I mean, it like, that's... We're not trying to rag on the developers here. We like it, it's a thing about like you give these people time to make a game and they'll make a good game. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I'm sure there was so many uh, factors in it that led to this um, this issue, but yeah, hopefully uh, they get to have a better a better chance at succeeding, you know, in the future. Yeah, yeah, I, I hope so as well. Uh, so to, yeah, to, to steer back on course, any other games you've been playing lately? 
Yeah, I'll turn it to um, to my Switch for a little bit because I've been playing a few games on there that I that I completed. Um, so Ooh. one of them, you might have heard this uh, little game. It's kind of gone under the radar. No one's talking about it. It's called Untitled Goose Game. Uh, this thing is is quirky and fun, and of course has been become like a phenomenon on uh, the internet. I feel like uh, the goose um, is is everywhere um but uh rightfully so because the game is a lot of fun uh it's just you know you get to be a goose and you get to annoy people and steal things um what's better than that um so i beat the main game because uh you can you can go through the whole main thing pretty quickly but when you do a bunch of new stuff opens up so a bunch of new objectives uh post game uh come up uh, for like little trickier things for you to succeed with. So um, still kind of diving into those aspects of it, but uh, I really enjoy the, the simple controls, the music, um, the, uh, the humor, um, the, the just every part of it, uh, it's just presented really well um, and so unique. Uh, so very fun. So I, I highly recommend Untitled Goose Game. Did you ever play the Hitman games? Uh, no, I. You know what? I did it, but I, I. Is it the same type of deal, but with a goose? That's what I've been told. That it's like. Imagine if Hitman was a goose. And and didn't and wasn't like murdering. Instead yes, that's true. Just taking uh, things like baguettes <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> Um, well, cool. Okay, then I would probably, if it's anything like Untitled Goose Game, I would love um, Hitman. Uh, <laughs> I think Hitman should be compared to Untitled Goose Game instead of Untitled Goose Game being compared to Hitman. I like that, yes. Yeah. yeah. There's this weird game based on the Untitled Goose Game where this dude kills everyone. Isn't that kind of weird? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's so, you know, but they saw the success of Untitled Goose Game, so I guess they want to take it in a new direction. <laughs> Um, and then the other thing I'm playing on uh, a s- Switch, and I finally beat it, is something you might be familiar with, uh, is Undertale. Um, so <gasps> I, I, I know you were streaming it um, recently and whatnot, but I finally got through it. Um, so I did a whole playthrough, um, you know, a, a good playthrough where I didn't uh, hurt anyone. So I got the final... The final, final ending, because I went back and like made friends with all the people I needed to make, make friends with so I could get that uh, true ending or, or what have you. Um, <laughs> but man, it was uh, so, so funny, so uh, different from anything I've ever played. Um, and just, yeah, uh, so wonderful. Um, uh, I want to go back and kind of play it, uh, you know, where I do um, like more of a classic RPG where I just uh, fight all the monsters and whatnot. Um, but I, I really enjoyed this this playthrough of it. That's great. I'm glad. And uh, you may be interested in checking out as well uh, Deltarune Chapter 1, which is a free sequel, question mark, to Undertale. It's uh, I think it's out on Switch as well as on PC. Awesome. Yes, I will absolutely download that and play it. Maybe we'll talk about it next episode. Yeah, please. Uh, it's I'm I'm 99% sure it's on Switch and it's free and it's like three hours. So I mean, you can yeah, blast through it. Cool. 
Uh, and then beyond that, um, you know, I did, I, I was, I think I talked about last time I was playing Catherine full body. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I beat that. Um, and then uh, with like a good, like good playthrough um, with, uh, you know, Catherine with a K. Instead of Catherine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Catherine, not Catherine. Uh, yeah. And then uh, I've kind of dive, been diving back into Star Wars Battlefront 2 uh, with the, the campaign, the like sequel campaign that they did that takes place during uh, The Force Awakens, like around that time period. Um, I, I dove back into that because I had never finished it. Um, and I'm also just in full Star Wars mode because I'm excited for Fallen Order. Uh, I'm excited for Rise of Skywalker. I'm excited for The Mandalorian. So I'm just in like a Star Wars headspace at the moment. So I, I want to dive back into Battlefront 2. There is a lot there. And while, while I think it had like a rocky start, uh, I think it's in a good place now. And I, I, I do hope people continue to give it a chance because I think it is a solid game. Uh, despite the the flack it got for um, all the loot boxes and whatnot, but uh, no, it's 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 fun and it looks great. It's a game that looks great. So, uh, but I'll probably abandon it as soon as Fallen Order comes out. That's all I'm going to be playing. Um, that and Pokemon come out on the same day. I mean, oh jeez, come, come on. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to be doing nothing but playing um, Pokemon Shield and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, so all other uh, other games won't exist to me at that point in time. But anyway, that's that's what I'm playing, Bill. What are you playing? Well, Brandon, uh, I do want to mention one quick thing before I start talking about my games. You were talking about the Outer Worlds, and I do want to mention to people that have either the Xbox One or a PC that can run the game, the Microsoft Game Pass has Outer Worlds on it. So if you sign up for this service, you get access to a bunch of games that you can like uh, download to your hard drive. It's, you know, it's kind of like a Netflix thing, but for games. And they have the Outer Worlds on there right now. And you can, you can usually find like ways to get like trial memberships or cheap discounted months for uh, being a part of it. Like the, the one right now is you can buy uh, a $5 meal at Taco Bell and get a free month of Xbox Game Pass. So that might be an accessible way for people to get at the Outer Worlds if they have a, either a good PC or Xbox One. Yeah, I mean, that's such a great get for them. Um, you know, a, a game at launch like that. Pretty awesome. And one other streaming service or uh, game subscription service that I'm taking part in myself is Apple Arcade. Oh, Apple Arcade. Okay. Yeah, this uh, just started back in September, and it's Apple's attempt to add more games to both the iOS platform and to like uh, Apple TV. And I think you can even play. Uh, it's coming soon. You can, you'll be able to play on like Macs and stuff. And they've gotten a lot of good mobile developers or good like console developers to contribute games to the service. And I've had a chance to try a few over the past month or so, and I thought I'd report in. Ooh, yeah, no, I'm curious uh, uh, your thoughts on it. Well, so far, uh, I've gone with four different games. Uh, I'll talk about them here. I've got a... Uh, the first one I want to talk about is What the Golf. Now, this is a uh, game that I tried back at uh, PAX East, and I tried a demo of it there, had a good time with it, so I figured I would uh, 
give it a download here as well. And the thing that surprised me is I really liked the demo. I didn't like the actual game quite as much. And I'll tell you why. It was because in the demo, so I guess I should uh, back up a little bit. So What the Golf is like kind of a, a humorous puzzle game based on the idea of golf. So rather than, you know, you're trying to hit a ball into a hole, you're trying to hit like a bunch of other strange miscellaneous objects into a hole. Uh, <laughs> okay. So like I'm the uh, <laughs> the one that happens really early on is there's a dude and he's like lining up his shot. And so, you know, you, you swipe to control the power and the direction of the shot. And when you let go, the guy goes flying and you're trying to get the golfer into the hole instead of the <laughs> golf ball. That's awesome. <laughs> It's all subversions like that too. So there's like a, there's a top-down view, but then there's also like a side-scrolling view that'll happen. And there's like a, it's based on like Mario One One, and you have to hit a ball through the Mario One One course to get to the hole and stuff like that. And I, I felt like in the demo of the game, it worked a lot better because it would just drop you into each hole one after the other, like Bing Bang Boom. And in the released version of the game. They seem to have added on like this extra skeleton where you are kind of working your way through a research lab. So it's like you have to hit your ball into different parts of the lab to set up the different holes. But it's always just one hole. Like you, you know, you walk, you wander around the lab, and like to do it, you you can't like just walk places. You have to actually do the shooting mechanic. And you go to the spot in the corner where there's a hole, and you play one hole. And then you're done, and then you pop back out, and you go to another spot where there's another hole. And it feels like that's interfering with the part of the game I actually want to play. Yeah, it seems like maybe an unnecessary component. Like, I think they needed to find more to do with that lab portion of the game, because they could have little jokes in there. You could have, like, funny collision where, like, you shoot the ball into, like, a computer console and it sparks up or something funny like that but there isn't really anything like that you just kind of have to move around and no nothing really from what i saw changed or uh created a new joke it was all once you started playing the actual golf part of the game that's when the jokes happened hmm okay yeah no it definitely seems like it would uh kind of kill the momentum yeah i i was i, I guess like it also depends on how you're trying to play the game, too. Like, I'm trying to play these all on my phone, so you don't have to play that way. You can play uh, at home, and they, with the newest iOS update, or, like, second newest or whatever, they've enabled Bluetooth compatibility for the DualShock 4 and the Xbox controller. So maybe for some people, they'll be playing these at their homes, but for me, I'm trying to play these, like, on the go, on, on a train, in like uh, an elevator or something like that. So I, I want something that goes fast, you know? Mm -hmm. And what the golf doesn't really, unfortunately, deliver quite the experience I was hoping for in a mobile game. And that doesn't mean it's a bad game necessarily, just like I have to uh, change my expectations a little bit. And I think that sort of is also true of this other game, Pinball Wizard, that I tried for a different reason. So Pinball Wizard is... Uh, it's a, trying to be like a roguelite where, you know, you are an adventurer trying to climb a tower, you fight enemies, you, you know, you get items, you get potions, you, all that stuff. But to maneuver the adventurer, you have to use pinball flippers. 
So you'll shoot them off into the dungeon and then they'll like they'll attack anything they run into they'll bounce off walls they'll pick up treasure that they hit and you have to kind of like beat the right enemy that has the key and then shoot them off into the exit for that level of the dungeon now what ends up happening is uh there there are two issues here one is that so i played this other game yoku's island express on the switch that had the same a similar problem is that in theory the idea of like adding a character and character movement to a pinball game is neat, but mm-hmm. it ends up being kind of, uh, it can be tricky. Like just pinball is not the most exact science. And I would say that I feel like I understand pinball reasonably well. Like I've played it for a long time, but even that, does, that doesn't mean I'm like really good at like maneuvering the character around on the board or on the table. And it can be tough not getting your character to go where they want you. You want them to go because you can't hit the shot right. Yeah, no, I can I can see that that seems like an interesting combo, but maybe again these all seem like really good ideas, but maybe like the execution's not totally there. The execution I think could be an issue here because I, this is another game where I'm playing on the phone, and so like you hold your phone sideways and like you tap on the left side of the screen to hit the left flipper, tap on the right for the right flipper, but then you also have like unique special skills you can utilize. For like, uh, for example, uh, you have a, a dash move. So one way they try and get around the idea of movement is that from anywhere on the table, you can tap the dash button and you can pick a direction for your character and they'll dash off directly to the spot you indicated. But phones aren't maybe the most intuitive way to control. So if I'm not looking exactly at the dash button, maybe I pick it by accident instead of hitting the right flipper or vice versa. Right. So do you think you might, with some of these, do you think you might try to switch to playing more like at home, like with a controller for a few of these? Or do you think you'll just move on to other games that maybe are better for uh, mobile purposes? I honestly don't know. I, I feel like, I was looking for something that would specifically occupy this space in my day. And while these games aren't necessarily bad or might be enjoyable with a controller, I'm not sure I want to go through the setup to make that happen, you know? Right, especially when you have so many other options already for that, you know? And the fact that the Switch has made it so seamless to go from travel to home console, it seems like... You know, now everything has to kind of live up to that standard in terms of uh, the portability. It really does. It's a it's a tough space now with uh, how the Switch operates compared to just pretty much any other console. So if you want to offer something on a phone, it needs to kind of work for that space, I think. Mm-hmm. And these games are good ideas and I think potentially good execution, but not perhaps ideal for the phone lifestyle right no i think that makes sense i mean uh, it makes sense your criticism not it makes sense for uh (laughs) the the game's execution i mean they must have known that the majority of these would probably be um people playing on on portable mobile devices so uh, yeah i i mean apple arcade's always been kind of a, a tricky idea for me uh, it's one of those things where I, I felt like, oh, I need to just kind of wait, let it be a year into 
uh, the whole thing, if it's still around and they've kind of worked it to where it works for them, like, um, then I might get in on it. But at this point, I, I feel like that's going to be a lot of issues you run into where, um, you know, the game you're playing is just not optimized for your device. And like, I get it from the developer standpoint, again, like, Apple probably offered them a decent amount of money to be like, hey, will you put this thing out on Apple first before you put it out anywhere else? And it's like, yeah, we'll take the extra money and port this game to the iPhone. Yeah. And like it works and it's not like buggy or anything. It's just maybe not the best way to play these games. And I think there are other games that were more specifically designed to work on a phone that we're going to get into momentarily. And uh, I think that that part of the Apple Arcade experience has worked better for me so far. Mm -hmm. uh, so this other game, I admittedly, like I literally, I, I've played it for 10 minutes so far. So, you know, mm. fair warning on that. But uh, I started trying out Dear Reader. And this is a sensationally nerdy game, even among people who are playing uh, video, video games. It's uh, using, you're using like classical literature and it wants you to kind of reconstruct the sentences of classical literature by figuring out the correct placement for certain phrases. Uh, so like it'll have a sentence. Like right now I just, I started out, it gave me Pride and Prejudice. So it's giving out little uh, blurbs from Pride, of, Pride and Prejudice and there'll be blanks. And at the bottom of the screen, there will be different words that could fill in those blanks. And <laughs> from the context, they have to pick out the right word to go in each blank spot. Okay, so it's like reverse Mad Libs. Yes, yeah, where in this case, there is only one correct answer to mm -hmm. uh, each of these blanks. And then, like, right after that, it was, like, taking uh, different phrases from the sentences had been reversed. And you had to, like, put them back in their right spot. But like they were, instead of being at the bottom of the screen, now they were interspersed in the the blurb. So it was a little trickier to like parse and figure out where stuff should go. Oh, cool. I, I like the sound of this one. Yeah, uh, I'm intrigued. And I'm going to definitely check this one out more uh, when I have more free time. Uh, like I just picked it up like uh, yesterday on the train ride home. So I haven't had a chance to fully explore it. But so far, I think it works. And we'll see if it continues to work. And then the, uh, the last one I tried, and this one I played the most, and actually I, I guess I finished it, was called Assemble with Care. This one, uh, I don't know if you ever played a game called Florence that came out on the iPhone, mm -hmm. but it follows in the similar tracking where it's a, it's a story-based game, and the chapters are told like, like each, you're, instead of like turning a page in a book, you're swiping, and that's effectively creating a new page in the story it's all uh it's all voice acted so like you're hearing all, all the different cast of characters and then periodically there will be uh things you have to do in the game that are they're they're puzzles like they, there are puzzle elements to the game but they're not you know overly demanding so uh what will happen is your character is a repair person and she's traveled to this tiny village somewhere uh, I think it's just in like Britain or something. And you're taking on odd jobs for all the townsfolk. And as you do that, they're giving you like different things to fix. And so you have to like use, you have to pick them up and like uh, examine them, like swiping around to look for like the broken parts. And then they're like replace broken 
things and like you know put it back together make sure everything's working and as you do you're learning more about the people of this town and like their different struggles and stuff like that okay I, this is another one that sounds like it'd be up my alley i liked it i i enjoyed it it's uh another game that's not terribly long i would say you could uh finish it in maybe two hours and change that seems oh, wow. about like how long i took on it but i enjoyed the whole trip and it's a game very well suited to being on a phone because it's uh takes advantage of the like swipe based controls really well like looking around at different objects and picking them up putting them down and the the narrative is built in such a way as to utilize swiping and it's all broken up into little chapters so like you never have to feel like you're getting to an awkward spot and you have to like put it down midway through something the chapters are all very short they'll take like five to ten minutes so on a train ride you can just play one chapter and then put it down and come back to it at the end of the day and like play another chapter okay yeah i like i like that uh, kind of pick up and play uh ease so that's that sounds awesome good yeah yeah and it's by the the same team that actually made monument valley which is another uh well-regarded game for mm. uh mobile and so yeah I'm, I'm happy that they're back at it and uh i would recommend assemble with care i'd also recommend florence i i really liked uh florence it's a different story but same idea of like very bite-sized narrative and then like kind of tiny games that aren't like too challenging but like break up the action a little bit okay cool yeah those are all sorry that's a good good sample size of the apple arcade it sounds like yeah there are a few more games i'm looking to try here uh i heard good things about grindstone which is this kind of like variation on the match three puzzle formula and there is a game card adventure uh so you know it's a card game of course but also it's got like artwork by pendleton ward uh, aka the adventure time guy so i'd like to take a look at that as well so right now i'm more than happy with my uh apple arcade experience like even if i haven't loved every game i've tried it's cost me like so far it's cost me five bucks because the first month was free and then it's five bucks a month after that so pretty hard yeah. to argue with uh that cost you know yeah oh for sure it sounds like you've gotten your money's worth absolutely so uh, i'm gonna keep exploring that and we'll see how the uh the games continue to uh be proliferated on that platform but right now yeah i would encourage people to at least give it a look and uh that's all the games i've been playing right now brandon yeah uh i mean plenty more games on the horizon i did finally finish up persona q2 so i have a little more we'll say in quotes free time to try out other games so i'll have more to report on on other platforms soon i think do you and, have a, uh, anything else coming up in uh in 2019 that's some a game you're you're really excited to get that hasn't been released yet well uh i'm gonna be on the lookout for death stranding when that comes oh, out all right yes uh the, the outer the outer worlds was on my agenda that has officially come out now but definitely something i'm looking to investigate mm -hmm. uh see here i'm taking a look at a list here uh a couple games that i have been able to talk to the people behind them that uh, i'm interested in are uh, scale boy which is coming out in december and uh cyber shadow which at least right now has a 2019 release date so we'll uh 
or you know, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll root for the people there and see if they can make that time frame. But right. if it doesn't, <laughs> if it slips to 2020, we'll also be looking for Cyber Shadow then too. Uh, okay, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, just, uh, Brandon, thank you very much for once again coming back on to talk about games with me. Uh, if you uh, want anyone to find you online or in person, where can they find you? Well, thanks, Bill. Uh, it's always a pleasure coming on here. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at B double E shock. Awesome. And as we're bringing this episode of So Many Bits to a close, I just want to mention that you can find us by email at so many bits podcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, we're So Many Bits on there. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at So Many Bits. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Please rate and review or download from Simplecast, from uh, SoundCloud, from YouTube, or stream via Spotify. We play games, twitch.tv slash so many bits, Wednesday and Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Central Time. Wednesdays for Magic the Gathering Online or MTG Arena. Thursdays for a variety of different games. Uh, recently, I've played Sega Genesis Mini. I've played Doki Doki Literature Club, Hellblade, Senwa Sacrifice, so a bunch of different stuff. And uh, if you want to find out other nerdy podcasts, go check out nerdlogs.com. So many bits is on there, plus a bunch of other great ones. And last but not least, thank you very much for listening. Have a great summer. Fall. It's, it's, we, well, we, 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 we wish people a great summer on here, though. Fall. Um, Winter. Like, are you Spring. an expert? Are you an expert on the seasons? Are you an expert on the seasons? Just call me Brandon Seasony. Uh, not, not my best.